Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show comes in. If you are ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am back for Kimberly for interview number nine in her Years of Growth series. Welcome, Kimberly. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) I am so excited to have you. Of course, I'm your host, Cassie Parks. And Kimberly, let's start here. What's awesome? Oh, wow. Um, Well, first off, um, can I share my manifested total? Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) if I had tracked better, I know it would be past a hundred thousand, but what I do have tracked is $98,405 and 12 cents. Oh, that's amazing. And we are recording this January 19th, 2021, which is actually three days after Kimberly joined the Enchanted Circle first on her 10 day pass. And then you know, for five years. Um, but so it's just a little over a year, which is amazing. How does it feel to have that total in a year? Um, well, I have goosebumps. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so now I'm just excited to, um, bring in even more like double that. (laughs) Yes. Yay. (laughs) I love that. Amazing. Um, All right. Well, let's jump in. We have so many fun things to talk about. I'm going to start here. What's been your biggest aha or growth since our last interview? I really love this one. Yes. Um, For me, it was saying that I am an artist. Um, And I feel worthy, worthy enough to say that. And I own it. So um, and then also I'm worthy and I belong wherever I go and whatever I do. That's that's really big because I remember when I started the enchanted circle, I wasn't sure I belonged. Mm -hmm. So a year later, I definitely belong here. Um, and saying that I'm an artist, I'm 45 years old. So (laughs) I've been crafty forever, but to say that I'm an artist and own that is very, um, empowering for me. Absolutely. And so let's talk a little bit about both of those in a little more depth. Like, what does it mean? Explain to our listeners, like, I feel worthy to say I'm an artist and own that title. Tell us a little bit more what that means. Okay. Um, so I used to say that I was crafty because I didn't, it was one of those things where being crafty, you could do all these different things. Mm -hmm. Being an artist for me is owning that I I do have a certain skill set. Um, I am unique in what I do, and I am an artist. I, you know, it's again. I used to think I had to go have a college degree or all these things in order to give myself a title. Yes, <laughs> but I am an artist because I'm creative by nature. Yeah. So it's my own definition of what an artist is. I think we all are artists in our own way, no matter what we're doing. Yeah. And so how have you owned that title and what has changed because of that? Because you're now like, yeah, I'm an artist and you own it. Um, I think that I've been sharing more of um, 
more of myself, I think, in my artwork. I've been taking some classes and I'm sharing it, whether it's, uh, you know, somebody may critique it or think it's perfect. It doesn't matter to me because I created something that was part of my soul, you know, Mm -hmm. and putting that out there and sharing it with others is, it's been a lot of fun. And it's like, wow, I can do this. (laughs) Yeah. That's amazing. Has the work that you're doing shifted? Like, cause you said before, you know, I used to be crafty. You can be crafty at everything. Has it, has what you do as an artist shifted from sort of being crafty? Does it look different? Yeah. Um, and I think that we'll probably talk about this a little bit more. Um, but I, I have always loved journals and planners and, um, those types of things like creating flyers. And now I'm learning how to make them myself from scratch. And that's been so much fun. Like I have lost track of time where I stayed up till three (laughs) o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, because I lost track of time creating. Mm -hmm. And it feels, uh, I'm not even sure what word to put there, but it feels more authentic, Mm, more real, more me. Yes. I love that. That's, that's the difference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It feels authentic. Yeah. Yeah. And I have goosebumps. So that's the word. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Oh, so much fun. Um, And I really, you, I want you to speak to what I'm about to say, because I might not have it right. I feel almost when you were crafty, you felt like you had to show other people how to do it. Mm-hmm. And that was probably like a year ago, right? Yes. And now that you're an artist, it's really become about you, even though you would support anyone, but it is about right. you. Exactly. Um, and I, again, my, my story has changed so much from when I first joined the Enchanted Circle um, that before crafting was, how can I make a buck? Um, now my art is what can I create next that really connects with me, but also will connect with others Mm -hmm. kind of more of a, I don't know that a spiritual way, but connecting with them in a way that inspires them or empowers them. Mm -hmm. So it feels a lot deeper than just crafting, if that makes sense. Absolutely. That's, that is what I thought. And you put beautiful words to what I have seen, like become over the last year, which is amazing. Um, So let's talk about choosing people to vent um, to you to feel valued. We had a really (laughs) great coaching about venting and I'm going to leave this in for our listeners. You know, everybody, I think a lot of people do, they go, oh, like, I don't want to be the person um, who, you know, I don't want people's negativity. Right. Yeah. And so let's like turn it up the volume. If you're one of those people, because, um, we had some really good coaching on this. And so I'm just going to turn it over to you and then I'll kind of add it. Okay. Um, well, so I was, I'm the person that everybody calls to vent to, um, I'm also the person that walks in the grocery store and a complete stranger will vent (laughs) to me and tell me their whole life story. And I didn't realize until I was coached that people venting to me made me feel empowered because I felt like I had value that I could help them. I mean, and so to realize finally that I could choose 
why people call me or what people tell me was huge because I don't have to be, I am valued, but I don't have to attach the venting to that anymore. Right. I can still allow people to, (laughs) I kind of say, okay, five minutes, vent if you need to. (laughs) And then I shift it and say, okay, now tell me something amazing that happened today. And I've got to practice that with um, my mom. So that's amazing. How does that feel? It feels really good. And I recognize too, that she'll, she'll do it back to me now. Like amazing. I don't call her an event as often. <laughs> and we, we kind of check each other, you know, we, right. we balance that out saying, okay, well, vent for your five minutes and then tell me what's amazing today yes. or what did you manifest? And those conversations are so much more fun than just sitting and bitching on the phone for 30 minutes. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I, and I want to, for our listeners to come back a little to this value in this, how we trained it. Like part of the coaching was also like, Oh, you've trained people. Like I'm that person. Right. Right. Um, And that's something that people don't it's, this is all part of a self-growth and a self-worth journey. And you're not the only person like somebody listening that probably more than one, somebody is going to have an, Oh, aha. Like I do get value when people vent to me. Right. And if right. I don't want that, I have to get my value a different way and I have to choose how I want the conversation. Um, Cause one of the things we coached on is like, you've trained them to do that. It's not yeah, even that was kind of a, that was kind of a hard pill to swallow Yeah, <laughs> for, for just a minute. Um, as soon as I recognized it, yeah, I was like, Oh wow, you're right. I have. And I think that's with, uh, you know, other areas too, but I have trained people that, um, you can dump on me and you'll feel better and I'll carry your, the weight of the world on my shoulders for you, which yeah, that's not, I don't want to do that anymore. Right. Yes. And, and I not. don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love that you put it that way because that's so clear for our listeners about what's happening. And so often I think people start doing any type of work and they're like, Oh, I don't want the negative. Like, how do I, how do I not attract this? Mm-hmm. And the really what you have to do is retrain the people in your life and what you did a beautiful job in very instant. And I want to talk about the evidence that came right behind it was even though it was a hard pill to swallow, you were like, oh, yeah. And immediately we're like, that's not who I want to be anymore and started to choose. I want people to call me and they celebrate and ahas and I will give them a space. But we are going to talk about what's amazing. Right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And those conversations are so, they're much more empowering. They're much more, um, they fill you up. I mean, it's, yeah, they just feel so much better. Yeah. I love that. What was the evidence with your son that happened like very quickly after we had this coaching? Yeah, it was amazing. Um, So my son called from Alaska and I don't know if anybody has boys, but um, (laughs) they don't tend to want to talk on the phone. And he called and talked to me for an hour to tell me about his awesome week. And he had moments where something didn't work out and he was like, "Eh, okay, whatever. And then the next morning it worked out for him. So I got to celebrate and hear all of these amazing things that were happening for him almost immediately recognizing that I, you know, didn't have to hear the venting part. Right. And so it was a, 
an aha phone call. And we even got to talk, I even talked to him about that. I'm like, Noah, this conversation has been amazing. I said, I was just talking about this. I said, and you had all these wonderful things to share. So thank you for that. Oh, that's amazing. And you even put that cherry on top of creation, which was saying, thank, like, thank you for sharing this with me. Thank you for being here. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I love it. (laughs) Amazing. Um, All right. Well, let's switch gears a bit because I want to talk about judgment, which obviously ties into self-worth. And these are two things that really, as you join the Enchanted Circle, like come up a lot and be let go of. So you've really up-leveled what you consider judgment, right? Right. Yeah. Just looking at my, (laughs) I wrote it down so I wouldn't lose it. (laughs) Um, So I had a judge. Well, I think that sometimes too, I'm sneaky with analyzing. I don't do it as often as I used to. Yes. Um, But I had a question about judgment. How do I up-level a judgment? And you coached me on that. And I wanted to, I wrote it down so I could like really share it, but. um, You want some support? I'll tell you what it was. Yeah. Um, I can't find it in my notes. Yeah. Let me. Um, so I have up-leveled what I considered judgment. The example that I was coached on was that I wanted to be creative yet. I was tired. So I did things that didn't require much brain power. Yes. And what I um, learned, you take it from there. Yeah. <laughs> and what I learned is that I did up-level because I, I honored what my body needed mm-hmm. versus what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to let that judgment go so much faster when I was coached on it, because I recognized that I did what I needed to do for myself, not necessarily what I wanted to do. Um, And it, I know that when I do what I need to do for myself, everything else just falls into place anyway, because I'm more, you know, I, I, I've rested or I've, you know, done the things I need to do for myself so that I can show up and be creative and all those things. Yes. Amazing. And just to hone in a little more for our listeners, um, I think you have what a lot of people call it, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not honoring myself if I'm not doing this thing, but it's really, am I fully honoring or am I pushing because I think I should? Yes, definitely. <laughs> the pushing in the should. Yeah. Um, because I wanted to be creative, mm-hmm. but I would have had to push in order to be creative. And that doesn't feel good when I have to push to do something. So Oh, yeah. that's interesting. And I'm, I would love to know what happened after that up level. Did you just go take care of yourself and then like creating was easy or what, what followed that? So I want to say that I went after I, I needed rest and my body mm-hmm. wanted rest. And once I did that and I, I did, I think I played a game on my iPad, which yeah. is not any brain power whatsoever. Right. Um, and then I think it was the next day I took a class, um, on illustration and I drew a fox <laughs> and I, sh- I showed up fully present and had so much fun doing it. But if I had tried to do it the day before, I think that um, it wouldn't have been as easy as it was because I was pushing and forcing. And I will say that I've noticed um, since we're talking about this is that I can tell when I'm pushing something a lot faster now because it's not easy. And I get, and I, if I feel like frustration is coming on, 
I have to stop and check in like, okay, what is it that I need right now? And can I let this go and come back to it? And I didn't realize that until we started talking about this, that I've noticed that lately. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. (laughs) So awesome. It's so huge, right? Just the, um, because there's so much more energy when you're Mm -hmm. not pushing, which is so much how we don't think it works until we know that it does work that way. Yeah. Yeah. I think I used to be the person who, um, and I may have even said this in the past that I worked well under pressure, Mm -hmm. uh, waiting until the last minute to do something. Um, but that doesn't feel good. Like even the thought of doing it that way now, I'm like, uh, uh, no way. (laughs) (laughs) I want the easy way. Yes. Oh, Mm. I love that. And I mean, that's really when I ask you how your future self has been showing up lately, your answer was smart, confident with solutions. She shows you the easy way. Yes. Um, And when you have a problem, you've let it go and you ask for the solution and it's it's shown to you. Tell us a little bit more about all that. Um, So, yeah, it's it's really interesting because I have really um, been practicing the letting go. Mm-hmm. And so if there's something that I don't know, and that's why I say she's been showing up smart um, because I've been a real tech badass lately Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and discovering things. I'm like, Oh, that's, that's super easy. Um, uh-huh. So it's, she shows up because one I've invited her in and I know that she makes my life so much more easy, meaning she yes. shows me the solution that's the easiest path to get to where I want to go. And sometimes I don't know where it is that I want to (laughs) go. Yes. I just trust her that whatever she shows me and it's easy that I'm, I'm going in the right direction. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Um, And it's so, so much easier, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It reminds me of that Staples commercial, the easy button. Yes. (laughs) Right. If we can remember, it's just that button. Like we, we have that choice to push that button at any moment, which your Mm -hmm. future self is a master at. And so you're becoming a master at that. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, Well, kind of as we, you have a question for me, which I'm going to answer. But let's talk a little bit about money first. Um, And a couple of the manifestations that have happened over the past couple months. Um, I love this one. Your insurance called you just to save you over $800 a year. Tell us about that. Yeah. Um, so my phone rings and I missed the phone call because, well, I don't always answer my phone because <laughs> I have a choice if I want to talk to somebody exactly. or not. Exactly. So I returned the phone call and she was calling to ask me if I was interested in saving money on my insurance. Same coverage. Um And I was like, of course. (laughs) (laughs) So it was like amazing that I didn't have to call her to ask her to save me money. She was calling me to save me money. I mean, and so now I'm just like, okay, who's going to call me next? (laughs) Yes, that's awesome. I mean, which keeps happening, right? Because your son got his own cell phone plan and then that saved you $1,755 a year, right? Yes, And then I have a funny story. Um, I went on a date with my husband and we happened to go to Target afterwards. 
And he was really funny. There was an AT&T guy there and he's like, well, I want to walk by him so I can, he wanted to like, just tell him that I have the best plan already. So you can't offer me something better. <laughs> Not sure why. Um, so I'm like, okay. So we walk by and he's like, yeah, I got the best plan. He goes, I work for Spectrum. He's like, oh, so you use Spectrum cell phones. And Josh was like, no. He's like, oh, well, who do you use? And we're like Verizon. So he went out about this whole spiel and he actually, he can save us another $1,200 a year if we switch from Verizon to AT&T. Amazing. Yeah. So I just have to um, do a couple of things and I think we're switching to AT&T and saving another $1,200. Yay. <laughs> Which is awesome. Yeah. And part of changing our money story is changing our awareness to notice that, right? But also what we do with that and having more intention because a lot of people may be like, oh, well, I'm remembering I switched and I saved a hundred dollars, but I didn't notice. Right. Mm -hmm. But as we write our money story, that's about $300 a month. So how is that? Have you decided yet? How are you allocating that? Where's that going when it comes? The hubby wants to go on a vacation. Oh, yay. <laughs> He's like, we need to go to the beach this year. He goes, I have to stick. He goes, I've got to put my feet in the water. He goes, I need some sand, I need some sun, and I need some ocean. <laughs> so Amazing. Yeah. Ugh. So that's where that we'll be awesome. putting that extra money. Yeah. Yay. I'm How does excited. it feel to know exactly where it goes and, and just to be like, yeah, it's what I want? I just got goosebumps again. Um, <laughs> I think because, well, part of the reason the goosebumps is that it feels amazing. And yet it also is because it's with my husband having that conversation with him um, and him recognizing that, Hey, we're going to have more money saved each month. What are we going to put it towards? Um, so that was a fun conversation. And then knowing that that extra money we can put towards a vacation for the family. He's like, we need a family vacation this year. Uh -huh. So that meant just as much to me, you know, because that's what I want and that he mm -hmm. wants the same thing. So now it's like we both can be excited and celebrate this extra money, which means more is coming, obviously. Yes, right? <laughs> obviously. <laughs> and the perfect vacation spot will disappear. That's amazing. And I, I want to ask this for our listeners who are like, who have some sort of thing in their head, like, oh, my husband would never go for that. Or, oh, my husband would blah, blah, blah. Right? Yeah. Because you, I want you to tell more about this, but what you have done a great job of is what we teach in the Enchanted Circle is growing you mm -hmm. and he has followed. You haven't like set, I mean, when he asks you, mm -hmm. you share with him, right? right? And you've become more open about that. Um, and we've done some coaching on that, but you haven't um, thrown LOA down his throat, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I remember when I first joined the Enchanted Circle, um, and all that money was coming in. He's like, well, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Um, mm -hmm. And then I will note that at one point this last year, we actually were separated. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's been a lot of growth there. And now that I am more authentic and honest mm -hmm. and I share, because I actually, the, the Enchant Circle was kind of um, like my space. Like it was very sacred. Yeah. And I didn't always want to share it because I, well, <laughs> I didn't want to. Uh -huh. um, and then there was a part of me that felt, well, if I could just get him to do what I'm doing, then we'd be on the same page. And that doesn't work. <laughs> that, that's forcing and pushing. Right. Um, 
And what I recognize is I'm doing the work and he's seeing the changes in me. Mm-hmm. And therefore it's opened up more communication and he gets to see me get excited when I'm celebrating that I found a penny um, and, you know, all the things that I'm doing. And he does ask questions now. So it's been a, I don't say a slow journey because a year, I mean, it's flown, flown by like so yeah. fast, but yeah. So me just showing up and being, I guess the example mm-hmm. or living, living life my way has shown him without me having to force it or spoon feed him in any way, which isn't fun. I like this way much better. It's a lot (laughs) easier (laughs) for me to do the work. And he sees the changes in me. Yeah. And he sees the changes in the bank account. So yes. (laughs) And there you go. All of you who are wanting to have a story like Kimberly's with your husband or your partner and being able to have this is it's a journey and you get to lead the way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love that. Uh, All right. So as we kind of wrap up this interview, you have a question for me about coaching and I would love to answer it. Okay. So, and I actually thought about this during our last interview and I'm like, I have to remember to write this down. I I was excited when I saw it because I thought about it a couple of times when I saw your name on my schedule, like, oh yeah, we got to talk about that. Yes. Um, Okay. So I wanted to know, does the coach get coached? Where does Cassie go to up-level and who catches her? Uh, Such a great question. I love it. Um, I, for the most part, so if there's something that I need coaching on for um, different points in the relation, in my relationship, um, I have got coaching. We've got coaching on how to uh, be better together. If she wants me to go with her, I for sure go. Um, but, and for the most part, and I'm always open if there's something that I want to learn or be better at, I'm always open to that. And for the most part, for me, I catch myself and I up-level myself and I coach myself the exact same way I coach you all. It would be nice. And, and, and I've gotten actually a lot better over the years. It really sitting down as a coach and looking at what's happening and okay, like who, how would you coach someone else if it was this, right? And the reason that for the most part, it's me, I believe in having a coach. And I used to say like, I wouldn't hire someone who doesn't have a coach. Um, And that's changed a little bit because for me, I truly believe in the way that I coach. I believe with everything in me, the way to coach someone is to coach to their future self. And nobody else knows how to do that and nobody else. So I have to step into those shoes and I, I do it exactly like I do. You guys, I do the assignments. I get so excited about the, the assignments. I love now that there's assignments because I used to just sort of follow inspiration and figure it out and go this way and go this way. Now I get to sit down just like you guys do my 20 minutes or schedule my two hour script or whatever's on the agenda. And I'm like, check, I'm done. Like this is so fun and it's so easy. (laughs) And, um, and I love it. I did an assignment and it's happening assignment last week. And it was so much like, I just was like, yes, this is happening and this is happening and just so much fun. And I, the same way as I coach to your future selves and I look at your scripts and I look at that communication that we have during the interview with your future self, I go back to that. 
I make notes and, and that's really for the most part, how I coach her. Um, and sometimes there's other coaches involved. That's awesome. Well, cause I, I think that you hear a lot, um, you know, other people that do things differently. Mm-hmm. Every coach should have a coach. Mm-hmm. At least that's the belief that I had. Yeah. And I just, I'm always amazed at how you coach us. And mm-hmm. so I just was curious. I'm like, well, who coaches Cassie? <laughs> and I love your explanation because, and it makes total like perfect sense that you check in with your future self. Yeah. So yeah, that was really cool. Thank you for sharing that. Awesome. You are welcome. I've been curious and- for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I love answering that. And my intention, like, well, I'm always willing. And I think it's nice to have a coach. There are many times where I wish I had had a coach that I was checking in with. Like I'd wish I had me because it wouldn't have taken me so long to learn certain things. But I also think I learned those to support you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we'll see as we get to five years with some of you, one of my intentions is, oh, you will have learned how to coach yourself into your future self. And that might happen and that's awesome. And you might want to stick around because as I described it to um, one client the other day, it's sometimes it's just like insurance, right? Because you get to a point where you can grow so much on your own, but when you hit that spot, you're like, oh, I want someone else's eyes on this to see yeah. is, am I in alignment with my future self? Am I pushing? Am I howing? Like, you know, you want another set of eyes. So yeah, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I love that about you. (laughs) Um, Amazing. As we wrap up today's interview, any other thoughts on your heart or your mind that you want to make sure to share? Mm. I, and I think I say this every single interview, but the best investment I made was in myself and investing in that 10 day pass for the chance circle. Um, So again, if anybody's sitting on that fence, or if you're thinking you don't belong, um, you do belong. And um, it's a magical place to be. I mean, that's probably my go-to word is magical. So <laughs> yeah, Cassie Parks and the Enchanted Circle. It's the, the place to be. Show up, uh, do the work, and you'll have a magical life. Oh, yes. And you put the magic, magic words in there. Show up and do the work because (laughs) it is a magical place. And when you show up and you do the work, you get to live the magic. Absolutely. Uh, I love it. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you all for listening and make sure to come back and check out what's next and what's awesome in Kimberly's life next week. Thank you for joining us on the Law of Attraction Manifesting Success Stories show. To learn how to attract more money into your life, go to your favorite book retailer and order Cassie's book, Manifest, $10,000.